While COVID-19 causes havoc across the globe, closing pubs, causing loo roll shortages and revealing the communist leanings of our Queen Brittany, we focus on the truly important story. There are aliens. They live in New Mexico and they hypnotise cows for fun. Hello and welcome to this episode of Cat's Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm Cat and I'm Tom. And things have been weird. I don't know what you're talking about, Cat. <laughs> super normal for so I feel, long. Yeah, I just feel like I didn't want to go into the episode without acknowledging that we haven't left the house for two weeks. Yeah, I mean um, we've. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I got a cough and a fever, hmm. so. I, I had to self-isolate. Um, I don't think it was the coronavirus. No, I, mean, I think it was just a cold, but like it's better to be safe than sorry. Mm. Unless we're like super immune to it. Yeah. Um, someone I was talking to was like, "Oh, maybe you guys are just like immune to it," and but from the lifestyle I have, I don't think I've got like an amazing. Yeah, I feel like we eat too much pizza to be immune to the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it comes down to, isn't it? (laughs) Unless pizza is the uh, cure Cure. to coronavirus. Well, you heard it here first. You have to eat pizza. (laughs) I mean, Donald Trump will tell you to drink bleach, will tell you to eat pizza. So between two sources of misinformation. Yeah. So we haven't posted anything for a long time, I think, because yeah. I wrote this episode a while ago, but things have been crazy for us, not just with that stuff. But I started a new job sort of just a few weeks before the whole thing happened. So that's mm. fun. I love working from home and not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> love it. Um... <laughs> Welcome to I've been working from home for a few months, so it's been really interesting to see you going the full work from home journey over the course of about a week. Yeah. Of like, this is amazing. And then you dive into like... It's for worse. It is for worse. It's for worse. <laughs> I thought it was great, but it's not. Um... I, I think it has good and bad qualities. Yeah. I do like taking a break on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not acceptable to do in an office environment. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I hope everyone listening is well. We'll try to sort of do some a bit more content during while we're locked at home because we don't have that much else to do. But we'll see. I had an idea if I do, if I end up not being able to keep my job of just doing something where I research something in a day and then doing an episode. So we'll see if that happens. I don't, I yeah. think the thing is we just don't know what's going on. So it sucks. no one does, do they? Yeah. That's the that's the weird weird yeah. thing. Because we're in the UK and like everything is shut. Everyone's mm. at home now. And Everyone's as of today, working from home. As of today, in the news, just to time capsule this episode, uh, Boris Johnson was revealed to have coronavirus, mm. and it's just like what a weird timeline in history that no, there's a pandemic and Prime Minister Boris Johnson has the disease. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go down a rant about how much I hate... Like, I just... I have an... Like... If, I think he's... I hate him more than anyone I've ever hated. Like, I have an irrational hatred. Like, I know he's bad, but... 
there's just something about him that makes me really love... I hate him more than Trump. And wow. I know that his policies are not as bad as his. Is it more of a personal It's a per- It's a personal beef, Bojo. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Bojo? You're being, you're being called out. <laughs> Cat's going to start some rap beef. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's a slimy little toad man. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, aliens. Yeah, well, we're going to start with Skinwalkers because this episode's about Skinwalker Ranch and Skinwalkers aren't aliens and they, I don't know. This is a, it's a weird story where someone seems to have confused the two i don't i don't skin skin and aliens okay so a skinwalker is like a legend from navajo culture and essentially they're just shapeshifters uh there's not that much known about the legend by those who aren't um navajo native american because apparently there's just a reluctance to discuss skinwalkers with those like outside of the group so i Hmm. don't know how true that is like being in the uk i i don't know any native american people um i don't yeah, know I much know. about native mm. american people because next to nothing yeah so but i wonder if it's a kind of uh if you're already the out group you don't want to talk about things that people might take to be like oh they believe in this weird thing yeah yeah or exactly th- one of their stories is this weird thing yeah. or whatever it is but what i can gather is that they're like skinwalkers are bad witches who can turn into animals by wearing their fur. Like, so they skin an animal and then wear their fur and they possess animals. Right. And the legend says that most of them start out as people or witches and they're corrupted by power. And to become a skinwalker, you have to kill a family member. A family member? Yeah, I don't know. Seems like a loose connection, but... Hmm. Again, I don't know how true that is because, like, I'm not Native American. I don't, I don't know. Right, but that's the that's the um, that's the gist folklore. of what a skinwalker is. Um, and the Skinwalker Ranch is this kind of, well, it's a ranch. It's in Utah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it borders the land of the Ute people, who are another Native American tribe, who claim that the Navajo tribe cursed them and their land, including Skinwalker Ranch, which skinwalker ranch which was on their land and oh wow they don't own it anymore that's strange (laughs) um and it now has skinwalkers on it apparently uh so we have a vague idea of what they are and why skinwalker ranch is called skinwalker ranch but honestly it's not important for the story like (laughs) the ranch is known for ufo activity so Uh, oh right so it's a place in the desert which attracts people with an imagination yeah, I think so. I think it's like, I think it was called Skinwalker Ranch before all this stuff took off because people thought there was, so people thought there were skinwalkers there anyway and they were like, oh, it's creepy, there's this huge wolf. Ah. <laughs> um, and then they started seeing UFOs when, you know, like the UFO craze happened in the 50s. Yeah. So what, so it sounds like there's lots of stuff that went down at this place because I've never heard of this place before. And you seem to be saying a load of stuff went down there. Yeah, I, it's it's weird because I'd never really heard that much about... It's not like Area 51, but they claim, or the people who claim they've seen all these alien stuff and the people who claim that like scientists have investigated it, they claim that it's like the most well-recorded UFO stuff, um, okay. which it's not. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's them claiming that, not... Yeah, like having someone say, I recorded this video, but then I can't find the video anywhere. I'm kind of like, well, how is that any good to anyone if you're just keeping it to yourself? You're trying to prove that... You're trying to say, yeah, UFOs were definitely on our ranch because we have all this video evidence, but not showing me the video evidence. So, okay. <laughs> so, so, so the videos aren't public? No, I can't find them anywhere, and I've searched a lot. Like, I don't... We'll go through it. Okay. So we'll go through, like, a timeline of a ranch and everything that happened. But um, basically, the land was inhabited by Native American people for a very long time, and in a early 1900s the ranch was built there and it's passed hands a few times since um so the area that it's in which is called the Yuntar basin i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right it's an american thing i don't know uh so it's known for ufo activity and basically from the 1950s onwards there were just loads of reports of ufos in that place Mm. and i think it's the kind of thing where I mean, like the Mothman Town we did before, like. Not true. No, I was going to say, like, once a rumor starts in a small town. Mm, oh, I see. Yeah. It spreads, and more people see the Mothman, mm. or in this case, UFOs, or the Loveland Frog, like that episode, yeah. where once it becomes a sort of story. Yeah. In the town of... So I don't necessarily... Like, loads of UFO people say, like, having loads of concentrations of sightings in one place must mean, like, there's a reason for that. I think it's just, like, you talk about it, you think it's going to happen. Mm. And why... Why? What does that imply if they're like, well, there's a concentration of UFO sightings there? That implies that there's some kind of, like, UFO airport yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason you'd see a high unless. Or they're trying to study like one specific person or play. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. And you'd choose a really remote town to study. I don't know. I just feel like America's so big. They would if if Amer- if aliens were probing people, they would just go to different towns all the time. Yeah, but maybe it's like maybe they're just lazy. Lazy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of more likely to believe that. What, they're just lazy? Yeah, yeah. I think if life in the universe is anything like us, then sure. So the first kind of very strange thing that happens was in 1994 when the Sherman family moved there from New Mexico to the ranch. And there was just a lot of strange stuff, which they say started happening pretty much instantly. So Terry Sherman tells this bizarre story that they were unpacking all their stuff and this huge wolf appeared, and it had blue human eyes, and it was not scared of people, and he claims it came and stood close to their friend, and it was over six foot tall. Like, the wolf's face was the height of the guy's chest. So the the wolf's legs were six foot tall? No, sorry. The man was six foot tall. Right. So he was a big man, and the wolf's face was the height of his chest. So it was a really big wolf. Oh. Like Wolves that would that would be a ridiculous looking wolf. Right? Like on stilts or something. <laughs> Just a wolf on stilts. <laughs> yeah, it was like spindly Tim Burton legs. Yeah, and the human eyes particularly freaks me out because it's I, mm. I just can't imagine a wolf and then you just put human eyes on it. <laughs> but what does that mean? What does that mean blue human eyes? Cuz what what is it in the eyes of a wolf? 
I get that if a wolf's eyes are blue, you'd be like, oh, people have blue eyes. Yeah. But unless it's got, like, spectacles I think spectacles human eyes it. means, like, they look like they recognize, like, I don't know. You know when you make eye contact with a person, you know they're looking at you. Yeah. Whereas sometimes when you make eye contact with an animal, like, they kind of like, have glassy eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get that. But also wolves... Wolves are quite wolves are predators, aren't they? They're like us. They've got eyes in the front of their heads. Yeah. So, so they look at things directly. Yeah. Anyway, we kind of we talked about it in Mothman about people panicking and not really understanding mm. size. But the fact that he claims that he was right next to their friend, I don't know how you let a wolf get that close to you though. Without panicking. Anyway, they shot this wolf five times, and it still didn't die or make a sound. And then when it finally did retreat. They tried to, like, track its footprints, but then it just vanished at some point. So that was their first weird thing, was there was a giant wolf that just came up to them. A bulletproof giant wolf. Bulletproof giant wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, they claim it got really close to their friend. But if you had a gun and you were scared of it, why wouldn't you have shot it before? If I saw a wolf that big coming really close to me and I had a gun, I would Mm. have shot it by then. Yeah, I, I don't know. I maybe it snuck up on them, guns, or they but... were shocked, or something. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, so Gwen Sherman, who is Terry's wife, um, so she saw the same wolf. Well, she claims it's the same wolf. Um, a few weeks later, and she stopped her car to open the gate, and the wolf just appeared out of nowhere. And according to her, it was so tall it had to bend to look through her car window. And her memory of the incident was so vivid, she remembers condensation from a wolf's breath on her window. And she said she just drove away quickly. Wow. So I think the idea of these stories are that these are the skinwalkers. Right. Because this isn't really UFO-y to me. No. No, this is that there's some kind of monster. Yeah. It sounds very similar to the Mothman thing of, like, stories in the dead of night. Yeah. The people who were a yeah, bit taken exactly. aback. Well, these weren't in the dead of night, though. Oh, weren't they? No. These were in the day. Huh. Anyway, so apparently they started complaining to the locals that they'd just moved there and there were all these wolves. And the locals <laughs> were like, there's no wolves in this area. What are you talking about? Um, so I got that from... Um, I didn't read the book, but it was a book of a guy who had visited the ranch and was collecting all these stories. And I couldn't find the book online for sale except for, like, stupidly expensive. Um, So I didn't read it, but, like, I was reading accounts of people who had read the book, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And I was kind of like, I'm not sure that there's no... I don't know much about wolves. I didn't know if there was wolves in that area. You do not strike me as a wolf expert. No, I'm not. You have many talents, But I did Google wolf. So I'll tell you what I found. <laughs> Research. <laughs> so apparently it's quite rare to see wolves in Utah because most of them were killed. Um, but they have, like, it happens. They catch wolves in the area. Um, but they're, they're, like, small wolves. So I went looking for, like, big wolves and bears or something that live in Utah that come close to the description because I kind of thought maybe they were just confused. Like with Mothman, I went looking for, like, big owls or whatever. Mm. Um, And the largest breed of wolf don't live there, but there's, like, 
big black bears? Although they don't look much like wolves, so I couldn't really find any animal that lives in the area they could have mistaken it for. Yeah. I guess, like, wolves and bears, they can both be on all fours. They're both very big. Yeah, but the way they're describing it is a, it was really up close to you. And, like, if you look at the face of a bear and a wolf, you can tell the difference. Mm. So I think either it happened or it's just a straight-up lie. Like, there's no way they... I don't think they made a mistake. Right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That it, yeah, it doesn't sound like they saw something and mistook it yeah. or something. Yeah. It's still just like, okay, you might have seen a wolf, and it might be quite unlikely to see a wolf in Utah, but saying it's got human eyes... Yeah. <laughs> and I'm know. more concerned about it being, like, five and a half, six feet tall. That is too big for a wolf. I, it's I, a big I wolf. agree. It's a big wolf boy. <laughs> it is a big wolf. I think. I think too big. I think that should be illegal to be a wolf that big. I don't mind. Well, I, I don't think there are wolves that big, so. Okay, don't well, worry, I'm just you saying... don't have to enforce that law. <laughs> well, they should make it a law just in case. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to move on to the crazy stuff? I am ready. I'm so ready. This isn't wolves. This is like, wow. Orbs? Orbs? Wow. I do love a good orb. <laughs> <laughs> So the shaman family, like, they claim they keep seeing these weird floating orbs of different colours and that some of them were chill and fine and they got along with the orbs and some of them, they didn't like the blue orbs. (laughs) 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 Sorry, so this isn't aesthetically, this is, like, personality-wise, certain orbs they just vibed with. Yeah, the blue orbs made them scared (laughs) (laughs) whenever they went near them. Right. The other orbs were okay, though. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So it's not the orb, it's the it's the tint. It's the colour of the orb. It's the colour. Okay. So I, I imagine, in my head, it's like the pink orb makes you flirty, the orange orb makes you happy, the blue orb makes you scared. Right. So they liked the other orbs. Tag yourself on our social media. <laughs> what kind of orb are you? <laughs> what what colour orb would you be if you were an orb? Um, I would, I would be, uh, I would, I would be a grey orb because I feel like I'm, because it's just kind of neutral. It's just sort of inoffensive, but somewhat comforting, Mm. um, inoffensive. I I think that's the kind of orb I'd be. What, 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 what orb do you see yourself as? I think I'd be a yellow orb. You just like yellow. I just like the colour yellow. Mm. Um, and I think... It would just make you kind of lethargic. Right. <laughs> so yours is the orb of lays. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they were like about the size of tennis ball tennis balls. Yeah. And apparently they liked to play with the dogs. Um, and make the dogs bark and like angry and the orbs used to like circle round the dogs. Um, and then one day the orbs led the three dogs out into the woods at night. Um, and the next morning, Terry Sherman went out to investigate and just saw three burnt circles on the ground and never saw the dogs again. Okay, firstly, so that's so, so that story they're saying, they just think the orbs led the dogs away. No, they saw the orbs leading the dogs but, away. What, they saw the orbs lead their dogs into yeah, the forest. Yeah, they were scared. And, they were blue. And they were like, oh, we'll just leave the dogs 
They were scared the of the orbs. They didn't want to follow the blue orbs into a forest. <laughs> well, I mean, it turned out to be the right decision, didn't it? Yeah, but, exactly, because uh... their dogs got incinerated. <laughs> so... <laughs> I... This is one of those things where it can't be true, but it's it's so weird to have made up if it was made up. I think a lot of dog stuff's made... Because remember when we... This is just so similar to our Mothman episode where... Do you remember the Mothman led the dogs outside and killed the dogs? Oh, yeah, there was some dog that just ran away. Yeah. Hmm. I think these are just people killing their dogs and blaming it on... on okay, orbs. I don't know that. <laughs> but that's an accusation if, I've if, just If I was going to kill my dogs all of them at once for some reason and I needed an alibi, I wouldn't go, guys, it's orbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Right. Anyway, aside from that, they just saw a load of UFOs and weird lights and spaceships that vanished when they got close and didn't make any sound, blah, 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 the normal UFO shit. Yeah. Uh, So Terry, his son, and his nephew saw these lights and they thought it was a car, but then the lights were, like, jumping over fences. Um, And then when they got closer to them, the lights just got higher above the trees and just vanished. Um... So the total people who claim that they've seen these weird things at this point in time were Terry, Gwen, their daughter and son, their nephew, the friend who was helping pack up, and um, the meditation guy, which is a story I haven't told you about. And the I d- meditation yeah. guy? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I, I forgot this bit. <laughs> Okay. You say his name like like it's the postman, <laughs> like it, you know the med the the town meditation guy. So apparently, this guy just came up and like knocked on their door and was like, "Um, there's weird shit going down here. Do you mind if I meditate in your fields to like clear the bad spirits?" So this guy just came and like meditated. And then left. And I don't think this guy existed because, like, we have no idea who he is. They just claim this guy came and meditated in their back garden. But Wow. That is a hell of an excuse for, like, just going to go have a piss in someone's land yeah. or something. So almost all of this, I think, is super, like, hand-wavy and has no yeah. substance. Hmm. Um, but I think the thing that gives their story the most, like validity is the cows and later on the scientists move in but i'll tell you about the cows first so they had like 80 cows which moved into the ranch and their cows just kept being killed off like with some of them had no signs of damage but some of them were sliced up and had their organs removed or like mutilated in some way but in all of the cases like even when they had their organs pulled out and were cut up there wasn't any blood, like, surrounding them. That's which, super weird. Yeah, super weird. No photos, but, you know, weird. Oh, oh okay. But, yeah, super weird story. Yeah. Um, And the cows were worth, like, £2,000 each because they were prize bread or whatever. Mm. And that's what makes me think, like, why would you be killing your cows when you're like you at this point they weren't making any money on this story Hmm. and as far as i know like they've made money from obviously selling their stories to books and whatever but like the skin like i don't know maybe they misjudged or something but they lost a lot of money 
Right. From from loss of livestock due to yeah, being for, for cows just being slaughtered. murdered, being mm. killed. Yeah, that's so weird. That's bad vibes. Yeah. And at this point, they hadn't done any interviews, and it was only like two years after they moved in that they did an interview for a paper. Mm. Um, and they were describing their sightings, and there's so much of it, but I'm not going to go into it all. But you're, if you're interested in reading the article with everything that they saw, it's on. Um, Deseret News, and it's called Frequent Flyers. If you just Google that, you'll find it. But I'm more interested in, like, what happened next to the ranch. So after that news article was released, um, it was bought by this millionaire, Robert Bigelow, um, and he gave them $200,000, but he kept Terry Sherman on to look after the animals on the ranch. So So he, like, bought the, the business of the ranch? He bought or the just land. the property. Right, yeah. okay. Um, and then he just kept, like, the guy on because... what He bought it because he's interested in UFOs. So he's a super uh, rich right. guy mm. who's interested in UFOs. And he set up this thing called the National Institute for Discovery Science, or NIDS for short, which is an organisation which researches UFOs. And they do appear to hire proper scientists to try and find proof for paranormal stuff. But as far as I can tell, which I think gives them more validity, Mm. when they closed in 2004, they haven't found proof for anything. Um, (laughs) Aww. I feel feel sad for them, because it sounds like they were having a proper go. Yeah, they were. I think it was... They weren't nutters. Yeah, real scientists genuinely trying to find, like, stuff. Yeah. So anyway, so Nids move on to this ranch... And they documented some very strange things, which I trust a lot more than just the accounts of this family who we have no evidence for. Um, The thing is, though, I can't find records for how many people worked there at the time, so I don't know who was involved. And again, I can't find any of their, like, original documents except for, like, second-hand accounts. Right, so it's not like we know the people who are claiming... I was there and I saw this, but we just know reports of someone yeah. saw something. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I do, there were scientists on the ranch who saw strange things. Okay. That's what we know. So what was documented, what the scientists documented were animal mutilations with no blood, bulls acting like they were hypnotised and not wanting to go near a fence, which had somehow become magnetised. like. What? So they got, <laughs> so they went down and like <laughs> the bulls were standing there, like not moving, just staring into space. And the fence around them had become, ma- it was a metal fence. And like, if you put any metal near it, it would just attract to it. Like it was a mag, like a magnet. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's it. To me, that sounds like there's something underground doing something. Because yeah. you can magnetize things by um, having an electrical current near it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, maybe there was. I'm not an electrical scientist, but maybe mm. there was some electrical thing happening. That's my theory. Like a weird lightning thing. Yeah. Mm. And it, surely it would, if it's a big metal fence, maybe it only has to be indu- induced in one part of it to spread. Yeah, to, to spread to the, the whole, whole fence. thing. Yeah. It's still weird that the the bulls were like afraid of a fence. Yeah. But they might have heard, like I. Yeah, I don't know. So there were lights in the sky, animals which didn't leave traps, uh, tracks, 
And then they saw the orbs of light, which apparently the video equipment didn't pick up. Of course. Which, you know. Why are aliens always impervious to equipment that records evidence? Because they don't want you to see them, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) No, they want you to see them, but they don't want videos to see them. (laughs) Well, they want an individual person. It's like, you know, Mormons. I am aware. You know the golden plates. It's like... Mm. You want one person to read them, but no one else. No one else is allowed to see them. So they set up all this video equipment, and there's this one story which I've just don't... I, it's so bizarre. It tipped me over the edge in trying to work out what was going on because it's so weird. Okay, it's just a strange thing to make up. So there's this pole with three video cameras on it because they were recording everything on the ranch, and then wires were, like, going down around the outside of a pole and duct tape was wrapped around the whole thing covering all of the wires. Yeah. And then someone was watching the cameras and sees each of the cameras go dead one by one. So they go outside and they look at the cameras and they find that the duct tape has been really carefully removed and the wires cleanly cut. And there also happens to be a camera pointing at those cameras. And apparently... They saw nothing except for the light cameras go on, like, go off one by one. Right. And that makes me mad. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, this argument for the Skinwalker Ranch is used all the time, and I can't find the video anywhere. Like, they claim... I just don't... So, their claim is that the duct tape came off very cleanly, like it wasn't ripped by an animal... But if you have, so all that I can find is that there was a camera pointed at the other cameras and they saw nothing but the lights go out. Mm. But surely you saw the duct tape moving. Yeah, the duct tape would have to move first. Yeah. If if what they're claiming is that some invisible force slowly removed the duct tape. Yeah, and so you must have seen the duct tape moving and seen what did it, even if it was an invisible force. If anything, that would be more like, wow this duct tape was peeling off by itself. But they never mention, like, video Mm. of the duct tape anywhere. And it just seems to be described in this book written on the topic. So there's just... If if there's a video, people should be able to see it. Yeah. One, because it's, you know, proof, even though videos can be edited. But two, if you can prove that it's a badly edited video, which it most likely would be if someone was faking it, you can prove that someone's lying. So I was kind of like looking at all these stories and there's just there's basically this one book where all the stories seem to trace back to so i've been reading all these like things on different forums and websites claiming what the scientists have seen and every time it comes back to this one book which Mm. one is immediately raising red flags yeah (laughs) because i can't find interviews with the scientists Mm. except for this one book the last time people believed one book was the truth religion (laughs) happened (laughs) Wow. I'm being an atheist blogger from, from the 2000s. <laughs> um, so this book was written by a biochemist, um, Colm Geller, who doesn't seem to have much of an online presence, which is strange for a biochemist who's supposedly releasing papers, but whatever. Mm. But I, he, is, he does seem to be fairly well-respected. He received his PhD from Trinity College in Dublin and worked in biochemistry in like some legit places. But then he started working for some of these private paranormal places like NIDS. Mm. So we 
we can assume he worked he's written this book we can assume he worked on the ranch with other nid scientists and has written this thing but doesn't have the proof and then his co-author is george knapp who's a journalist known for being one of the first reporters for area 51 and um accidentally reporting a lot of conspiracy theories <laughs> and i do not trust him at all yeah. <laughs> um so yeah that's where all the sightings have come from i'll tell you what as a scientist that is a cushy gig being paid by a millionaire to just quote investigate paranormal stuff yeah like i bet you get paid pretty well and it's not like you need to produce results you just need to produce the appearance of trying to get results yeah so it literally seems like there was this weird report from this guy terry sherman who was reporting wolves and then orbs Mm. and then and cattle mutilations and then they get there, the NID scientists go, and I don't know how many scientists there were, it might have just been this one guy. Yeah. Goes. And they see some weird stuff, but don't have it, like, they say they have this, all this evidence, but don't show it, and then this guy writes a book, and then it kind of seems to just seep out into forums from this one book. Right, I see. Mm. Yeah, because you'd think this would be really traceable. Yeah, like would. if if it was buried by the FBI or whatever, it would be totally untraceable. Mm. But this sort of halfway traceable enough to ask questions in forums, but not quite traceable enough that there's any proof to be yeah. debated. I really like the stories. The story of the duct tape thing is creepy, mm. and I like it. Yeah, but like. I just wish there was a video. I, oh, I re- yeah. would really like to see it. Mm. It annoys me so much. Anyway, the final weird note of this whole story. So obviously NIDS closed. And then in t- 2016, the ranch was bought by this shell corporation called Adamantium Holdings. And we have no idea who they are or what they want with the ranch, but they paid $4.5 million What for it. And they've since trademarked the name Skinwalker Ranch. Um, and since they bought it, all the roads around it have been blocked and the perimeter has cameras and barbed wire all around it. And we like, so Adamantium Holdings is named, so Adamantium is, a fic, is the fictional metal which makes up Wolverine's bones and claws. Yeah, yeah, it's his um, right. It's his skeleton, and it, yeah. it, it's the thing that lets him heal himself and and stuff. I think. Yeah. So. So what? They're they're comic book nerds buying up a paranormal property. But the, like, it's somewhat. It's owned by someone who's incredibly rich. Mm. I think Robbie Williams. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just a guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was trying to think of a Robbie Williams song title to, to do a pun of, but they're all so just basic or weird. Yeah. That... Oh, Let me... En- no. No, it's not going to happen, I'm afraid. That's okay. I'm sorry. Please tune in next time and I'll have, I'll have prepared... <laughs> Come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have pre-prepared, improvised humour. But yeah. So the Skinwalker Ranch in general has just been a very disappointing... Mm. Um... 
when I was researching it, I was re- very excited by all the stories and then immediately disappointed when I tried to validate any of them. <laughs> um. <laughs> Almost as if it's not true. <laughs> if when you look for evidence, it becomes <laughs> less likely rather than more. But then adamantium holdings, that's fun. Like, we don't know mm. who bought it. That could be the FBI trying to cover shit up. You don't know. Yeah, it's not a great code name, is it? No, if it was that is very bad. just go yeah. for, like... Um, uh, I don't know, some basic business mm. name like Pioneering Property Solutions. The fact something. that they've trademarked the name Skinwalker Ranch, though. Mm. That's strange. Do they do they make money from it? Do people go and sort of do tours? or No, you're like? not allowed in. Oh, no. so it's not a commercial... No. Right, because that's what I thought that would be yeah you would think you would think like that would be a good business buy up places that have like reported paranormal stuff yeah and then just charge people to go walk around it yeah it's basically just a sort of zoo larp national trust (laughs) (laughs) just an empty ghost zoo (laughs) now that is selling tickets to a ghost zoo (laughs) (laughs) just empty cages like yeah this is the ghost of a lemur (laughs) also they're nocturnal so during visiting hours they will be ghosts that are asleep (laughs) so i don't know there's lots of people trying to speculate about who owns it but I think it's safe to say it's some rich guy who thinks he's going to... I think it's going to be the same as Robert Bigelow. He thinks he's going to find real aliens. Yeah. That's a that's a bad investment, though. Yeah. Would you go, though, if it was a theme park? I don't, well, I don't know about a theme park. Um, I'd, I'd go and walk around, I think, yeah. if it wasn't too Depends expensive. Depends how much it is. Yeah, obviously... I wouldn't travel here from the UK. I wouldn't get a flight yeah. over to Utah. <laughs> And you know yeah. all that expense. Mm. Get coronavirus on a plane, so I can yeah, go we're not allowed to go anywhere now. So. No, even if there's the promise of orbs, Boris Johnson <laughs> was very clear on that. If your friends tell you to go look at some orbs, you must say no. Um. So I think has this been a bit of a short one? Uh, no, we're about forty minutes. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, thank you for joining us. For this episode, I hope you are having fun in your quarantine. <laughs> what what next thing might we, perchance, be discussing? I don't discussing? know. Or... I um I've been on an MLM binge at the moment. <laughs> um, not as in buying MLM. Right. I've I've been reading and listening to a lot about multi level marketing schemes. Which, so for those who don't know, is basically a pyramid someone. Scheme. Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme yeah. type thing. Um, so that could be fun to do yeah. an episode on i've also been listening to some conspiracy theories about the coronavirus um some cults who have started around for coronavirus cults have started already yeah well in south korea i think there's a cult encouraging people to get coronavirus wow. there's people doing coronavirus parties <sighs> um we also so might dumb. do an episode about the jehovah's witnesses who are now preparing for um end days oh yeah for the second time yeah which is fun um that's crazy to me yeah a lot of people i think the jehovah's witnesses are bigger in the u.s because mm. in the uk i think a lot of people view the jehovah's witnesses as just kind of a little bit quirky and strange but still they're basically just basic christians just they're not like <laughs> are they quite um eccentric in their yeah in their beliefs aren't i they? would say yeah 
At least from what I know. Uh, but that could be a fun episode. Like, it, yeah. Hmm. Um, it, they're very extreme. Like, they don't allow blood transfusions. They'd rather you die than get a blood transfusion, which to me is a very extreme belief to hold. Yeah. Um, I believe they're, um, like, creationists. Um I could be wrong on that. They they sound like to me any of the hardcore aspects of Christianity they probably would be into. Yeah, yeah. But I think they also adopt very strict, like the blood transfusion thing. That's not in most, but they claim that comes from the Bible. But that's not in most Christian mm. religions, even extreme ones. Isn't the 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 Christadelphians? Aren't they? They're just against, from what I know, also, medical. Yeah. Um, intervention of any kind because yeah. it's like well it's god's plan yeah. for your son to die of a curable pox yeah which is pretty extreme yeah so we could do an episode on, i don't know i have a few things that i've been binging lately because i'm at home now working from home like i'm just listening to like i tend to go down rabbit holes and just listen to a uh, one subject for the whole day today has been mlms so they're <laughs> heavily on the mind um and they're crazy I guess let us know in comments or Twitter or Facebook or whatever what kind of home lockdown content uh, you want. I I kind of don't like, I kind of both do and don't want to do something on the coronavirus because I like, I get it, like it's up to date and people will listen to it, but also like maybe we should provide a distraction. Yeah, I guess the quirkier aspects like there being a cult in yeah. South Korea. I, I want to hear about that. Yeah. But I guess people can just Google that now. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, please don't inform yourselves. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and you're now a stan of Britney Spears, just because of her communist leanings, then subscribe and review the podcast wherever you're listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at catscabinet underscore pod or Facebook at catscabinet. Um, also, I have Animal Crossing now on the Switch. <laughs> um, I currently have pears, apples, cherries, and coconuts. If you ha- oh, and I have bamboo. If you have oranges or peaches, send me a DM. Even if you don't. Let's play Animal Crossing together. That would be fun. I really want peaches, though. This is a very cute call to action. (laughs) (laughs) That's very sweet. Yeah, come play Animal Crossing with me. Um, I have to be on Tom's account because I don't have a Nintendo Switch, so you can't see my adorable leopard print coat and pink hair. Um, But maybe I'll dress Tom up. I don't know. Okay, bye! (laughs) Bye!